0: Welcome to Stories That Stick with me, Laura, as your resident storyteller. I'm here to show you how oral stories inspire and captivate minds young and old. Tune in each week to hear a compelling story and join in meaningful conversations. I'll be digging deep into the heart of storytelling. Connection and listening. So whether you're a kid, teacher, caregiver, grandparent, or simply a lover of stories, this podcast is for you. Join me as you get lost in another world and discover how stories shape our lives. Here's to the next page in our story. Welcome to another episode of Stories That Stick. I'm your host, Laura, and today I get to talk about one of my favorite aspects of storytelling, and that is scribing children's stories. This is an idea that I started doing after I learned all about Vivian Paley and her work and her teachings of storytelling and story acting. So you might be thinking, what is storytelling and story acting? On the most simple level, at the heart of storytelling and story acting is listening. Adults listening to children, children listening to one another. All of us listening to better understand one another, and us as caregivers and educators listening to really learn and understand what excites each child and what their interests are. Storytelling is how children communicate through their play. Neuroscience confirms that storytelling stimulates our brain. It's a powerful tool to promote cognitive, emotional, and social-emotional development in children. It activates various brain regions to enhance language skills, emotional intelligence, memory, and social understanding. And Vivian Paley, one of my favorite quotes that she ever said was, They do not pretend to be storytellers. They are storytellers. It is their intuitive approach to all occasions. It is the way they think. Quite simply, what she's saying is that children are innately storytellers. So why are we as early childhood educators not taking advantage of this? Why are we not using just 10 minutes of our day to do storytelling and story acting? Let me explain a little bit about what I mean when I say storytelling and story acting. Storytelling is when an adult is scribing or writing down word for word a story that a child is telling aloud. And then story acting is the dramatization of those stories. The children are acting out their own stories with their peers. Throughout this episode and series of conversations, I'll probably use the language of scribing or dictation or storytelling interchangeably. And I really just wanna make sure that there's a shared understanding of what this means. As I said before, based on my learning from Vivian Paley and Trisha Lee from the Maple Leaf Foundation that founded Helicopter Stories, when you're scribing a child's story, the child is choosing to tell a story. We're not forcing them, we've asked and they've agreed. They're telling it aloud and we are writing it down word for word exactly as they say it. We're also repeating it back to them as we write it, and we're gonna limit it. So the child's story is limited to one page long, and we're writing it in a very intentional way, and I'll speak to that more another day. To help you continue to better understand what I mean when I say scribing a child's story, because this episode is all about five reasons why you should be scribing children's stories, I wanna make sure you understand what it's not so that if you do pick up a pen and a notebook and ask a child later today or tomorrow, do you wanna tell me a story? I wanna make sure that you are not doing these things. You are not prompting or asking questions along the way. You are not collaborating with the child in crafting this story, nor is any other child. Although they may, gather around and somebody else may comment on it or offer up their ideas, the storyteller, this is their story and their story alone. When you're scribing a child's story, this is not an opportunity to correct their grammar or explicitly teach them any literacy skills. You may be picturing it now, you're sitting side by side next to a child, they're saying some words and you're writing them down. This could be perfect opportunities for you to point out a capital letter or spacing in between words or maybe ask them the first sound of a word. But that's not what you're going to do because this is an opportunity to just hear the child's story, not to explicitly teach them any literacy skills. And it is also not your vision of a story. Children's stories, once you start to listen and write them down, will be dramatically different than what you ever envisioned a story to be. There will be list stories where they list characters. There will be one word stories. There will be leapfrog run on stories that go and then and then and then and then and then and have so many characters and moving parts it's hard to keep track of. But it is their story. And the main thing to hold on to is that asking a child, do you want to tell me a story? And then actively listening to them is showing them that you care that you want to know what they have to say, and you are providing them an authentic opportunity to talk or tell a story, to engage in literacy learning that naturally unfolds, and they have a chance to see their ideas come to life if you then take their written story and allow them and their peers to act it out. So as I said before, this episode, I'm gonna give you five reasons why you should be scribing children's stories. And hopefully by the end of this, I'll have you convinced. The first reason to ask a child, do you wanna tell me your story and then write it down is because this stimulates their imagination. Writing a child's story is a way to bridge their spoken words into written stories. And not only that, you are capturing a child's imagination as it grows and develops over time. Imagine if you ask a child today to tell a story and you write it down, and they have the opportunity to tell you a story once a week for the next 40 weeks. That's 40 more stories. You'll have a collection, a tangible archive of this child's evolving stories and imagination. You can document how their ideas begin to formulate. You can start to capture their unique sayings or phrases, nuances that might be woven through. You can see different stages of their development as it unfolds through the months. It can be really powerful. If you're writing them in a notebook and you're keeping them after a couple months or 40 weeks or however long, if you pull those stories out from that child and put them together in a packet, that is such an incredible gift to give to a family or to keep for yourself. The second reason to ask a child, do you wanna tell me a story and then write it down? is because this is an opportunity to support children in their language development. As you are writing down their words, you're nurturing their language skills and providing them, as I said, with an authentic reason to communicate. They are seeing how their words can come to life on a page and then hopefully later on a stage and we're giving them opportunities to build their vocabulary, to want to use new or different words, to describe things in detail. By taking their thoughts that they might be imagining in their mind and having to describe them to an outsider that can't see inside their brain, that has to write it down. They have to really expand their linguistic skills and further develop their vocabulary to pull those words out of their mind or to take the vivid imagery that they have and use the language that they that they already know to develop it. To put their thoughts together to help me the writer understand what their rainbow looks like the third really incredible reason to ask a child do you want to tell me a story and then write it down is because it's going to strengthen your bond with that child this is a shared experience that you and them will have and it's a time as I've said in previous episodes, where you as an adult will have to be fully present. You have to collaborate back and forth. There's a give and take when a child is telling a story and you're writing it down, especially in the way that Vivian Paley has taught. Because as a child is saying a sentence, just one sentence, they have to say it slow enough so that you can hold it all in your brain. And you need to say each word back to them as you write it. To be sure you caught all the words, to be sure you captured their sentence in the correct way. The ch- it's a song and dance. The child can't just start talking and and tell and tell and tell and tell, because we can't, as the writer, we can't hold that all in our brain. So they have to slow down and feed off of our cues, and we have to really be tuned in. We have to be listening. We can't be looking across the way and see what's happening over in the block center. We can't be looking at our watch and be thinking about who needs to go and do toileting or what time lunch is coming. Because as soon as you're looking away and your eyes are drawn away, you're going to miss whatever that child's saying. And I can tell you from experience, there's not much that becomes more frustrating and uh, defeating for a child when they tell you something and you're writing their story and you say, "Uh, can you tell me again? Or, I didn't understand. Uh, They start to feel self-conscious and worry and think, uh, did I say that wrong? Is the story not good enough? So to be fully present with them, to hear what they're saying and write it down right as they're saying it, we're creating this bond and this shared experience with them. The fourth really powerful thing that happens when you're scribing children's stories is you are celebrating and preserving all the richness of the various cultural identities within your learning space. And you're helping children to foster a sense of pride and belonging. Because many children's stories will involve them and their family and their experiences that they are having outside of school. So by putting a child's story or experience that they've had outside of the home with their family onto paper and then sharing it with the wider community in their class or of the other children around them. You're letting them know that that there's value in their story and their experience, that you respect it. You're letting them know that there's a sense of worth and importance in them and their life. And maybe it'll start to open some doors to conversations just by listening and scribing their story. You are inviting their culture and their family and their own experiences and their own lens of how they see the world into the learning space. And the fifth reason why you should be asking a child, do you want to tell me a story? And then writing it down is because this is an opportunity to allow children to process their emotions. They can express their emotions in a safe way, which is going to build their emotional intelligence and self-awareness. They can see how their ideas are coming from their brain and are being put in on paper to a real experience. It gives them a platform to think of maybe a time that they were very scared or upset or angry and to play it out again, to process that experience. And again, if you're taking it the next step further and you're not only scribing the child's story but later allowing them and their peers to act it out, they're able to re-experience this. They're going to build a, a, a sense of confidence and deeper understanding of their emotions and their experiences. For me as an adult in therapy, one of the main things that I do is talk through experiences that I had where I felt very strong emotions and maybe reacted or responded in a way that I wish I hadn't. And I need to process it and talk through what happened and tell the story, tell my side of the story and have my feelings validated and then Think about what I could have done differently or what I will do differently next time so that I have the appropriate response that I want. And what better way to help children to start to think about that and their experiences in their life than allowing them to tell stories where the characters are feeling really strong feelings. So again, grabbing a child's story is extremely powerful. It can stimulate their imagination. You can document their growth over time. They're developing their language. It's strengthening the bond between you and them. You're honoring their cultural identity and their family and paying respect to the words that they, that they have and building up their sense of self-worth and letting them know that what they have to say is important. And lastly, you are providing them an opportunity to express their emotions and process their emotional experiences in a safe and loving environment. So hopefully, these five reasons that I've now given you of why you should be scribing children's stories have piqued your interest, have left you thinking you want to go and run right now and ask a child, do you want to tell me a story? And if you need a little bit more about this, be sure you're following me on Instagram because my page is full of things about storytelling and story acting. But also go into the show notes because I do have something you can sign up for that's just kind of like a one-page cheat sheet of how to get started with Vivian Paley's storytelling story acting approach. And there's a blurb on there about storytelling. And scribing. And in future episodes, be sure you're subscribed or following because I'll be breaking down the other components of this approach. And I hope this episode was helpful for you. The end. But really, that's it for today's episode of Stories That Stick, inspiring and captivating minds, young and old. Remember, stories have the incredible ability to spark conversations, ignite imagination, and create lasting connections. If you loved what you heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review. It really does make a difference. And if you have a story to share or a topic you want me to explore, reach out to me on Instagram at little stories that stick. Until next time, keep working that storytelling muscle and tell stories every day.